Hello, friend, and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You're listening over WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station, and you can follow us on social media outlets, WIMG 1300. If you're watching, it's over WPHY, Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey, and through the Verizon Fios network, excuse me, and you can follow Trenton 365 via social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also post to your events to the Trenton 365 community calendar page on Facebook as well. So my guest uh, in his first half an hour, segment number one, is Yolanda Landy Robinson. Um, for those of you who listen to WIMG 1300, she's on on a pretty regular basis. But in addition to that, she's an author, an activist, a community organizer. And I want to big her up for something that I experienced for the first time with her this weekend. Landy was the host and MC at the Healing Stream Breast Cancer Awareness 5K Walk Run event that took place at Cadwallader Park. Audrey Walker and her team did a fantastic job. I was on location with the Nokin Fitness. We had a team of people there as well um, representing um, and showcasing and respecting those who are not only battling uh, breast cancer and all other cancers, but also um, trying to em- encourage people to be aware about how to get themselves checked out, how to do some proper health things as well. But Landy, um, welcome to the program. Wonderful. Thank you for having me, John. <laughs> so Landy and I have been friends and been bumping into each other and rocking different stuff um, together and separate. But I just realized, and you said it, I've never been on your show. I know, right? <laughs> how is that? It, it's, it's absolutely crazy. But I want you to share a little bit about who you are other than what I said, because I think it's important for people to know who you are. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so very much for having me. Hello, everyone. I'm Yolanda L. Robinson, um, and I'm a mother. I'm an author. I'm a friend. I'm a good listener, you know, because that's so very important to listen to people, you know. Um, and I just like to be able to um, help people love who they are, because I was a person at one point who was broken, mm. you know. So for me, I was able to look within myself and find what I needed. So I said, you know what, maybe other people may be dealing with whatever I'm dealing with because I've been telling people for a very long time, there's something going on here that has so many people feeling so downtrodden. Mm -hmm. It's something, I don't know if it's in the water, the milk, the what, I don't know what it is, but it was just confirmed the other day that New Jersey is the number one state in the world of people that are depressed, sad, you know, you know, when you think about it, um, Florida is number t- number three, I believe it said, because most people from New Jersey go to Florida. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but that kind of confirmed for me with with me battling because I was like I felt like I was battling against a force because here I go with my find a reason to smile sign. Remember that little happy face Mm -hmm. smile sign I came out with? You know, telling people, encouraging people to smile. It was so simple, just a smiley face on a cardboard. However, it was still so very hard Mm -hmm. because people couldn't find a reason to smile. Mm. That's that's very difficult. Yeah, you know, Landy, um, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I remember when you were doing that, how I was like, wow, that's a dope idea and it's something as simple. But I remember hearing some people, you know, you know, bicker off to yeah. the side. And now that you're mentioning it, it's coming back. And why do you think that is? I know you mentioned that that it, it's probably because of something like systemic here. But why do you think that so many people harbor this bitterness? 
I, I think it's because people are afraid of success. We are so comfortable with failure. We are so comfortable with, if I don't do it, nobody will notice me. You know what I'm saying? But when you start to go up that ladder and you want to be different, you're afraid of that because you're afraid of coming back down. Hmm. So some people would rather just stay where they are and watch The Young and the Restless or Black Ink or whatever it is or the same show ten times that they can repeat the show as they're watching it. You know what I mean? So for me, I was that person. And I was like, I don't want to be that person anymore. You know what I mean? I don't want to fight against the forces of who I should be. So I just let it go. Mm -hmm. But a lot of other people, they may say, you know, like somebody even was even angry that people had a good time at the cancer walk, right? Someone actually called me and said, oh, I can't believe that y'all was at the cancer walk and y'all was having a good time. Like only y'all would turn that into a party. So me being who I am, I kindly said to them, and what else were we to do? What else? Were we were to go there and cry? What? I had people who had just passed away from cancer, okay? You know what I mean? So it was very <gasps> difficult, bless you, for Thank me. You. But I had to put on a happy face and go out there and make sure everybody else was happy as well. But I'm, I'm sure we all could have had a pity party because it was raining. So we could have cried all day. But why? No. At 930, what were we doing? The electric slide. That's right. We were celebrating our loved one's life. You understand? We were celebrating because I'm sure everybody had the same thought process as I did going there and it rained. Like, oh, God, what is about to happen today? How are we going to pull this off? Okay? Mm -hmm. But I don't do anything without prayer. Amen. I didn't even tell anybody that I was going to be on the mic at the event because I didn't want no one to taint it. I didn't want nobody to talk about it. I didn't want nobody to down it. I didn't want anything. I didn't say anything until the day of. They had asked me to do that a year ago. You know, I want to interrupt you there and, and tell you that when I showed up and, and I heard your voice, I said, man, that sounds like Landon. And as I'm moving around and, and listening more and more, and I'm like, that is her. And I got some candid pictures of oh. you, and I'll have to share them with you. Mm -hmm. But you were very festive in your costume, because you always dress very fashionable. You were very festive, uh, appropriate for the event. And you had the crowd moving. And then even after the walk, when everyone came back and we were dancing a little bit and enjoying and fellowshipping, etc., you were milling about, getting your picture <laughs> taken and, and all that stuff. And how, how do you take a situation that could be so negative? Or, or sad, like like cancer and mm -hmm. breast cancer and, and, and the walk itself. And then let your light shine and be so upbeat and positive. Because I had a first cousin who passed away from cancer. I had an aunt who passed away from cancer. I had a grandfather who passed away. I had a friend who just passed away, right? So for me, I knew that I couldn't go there and display that. I couldn't go there and wear that on my shoulder. I had to go there and celebrate their life because I loved each one of them and we all had a fabulous time. So you play a good song, 
I got kept telling everybody on the mic, who are you standing in the gap for today? Mm. Who are you here for today? Okay? If you're here for somebody today, let your light shine. Have a good time for that person. So trust me, I was good and tired when I left. Okay? Because <laughs> I'm I got it in for any and everybody, okay? Because that's what it was about. Let's transition and talk about your book. Okay. Um, don't be bitter, be better. Um, what was the impetus behind writing the book? Well, being shattered, mm. but not broken, right? Divorced, losing my mother, being homeless four times, and not being an angry woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So not turning all that into something where nobody don't want me around them. You understand? Because <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People be like, uh-uh, don't want... The, you know why people don't want me around them? Because I tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And people don't want to hear the truth. I'm going to say what it was really going on. And people don't want to hear that. So they'd rather say, no, leave her where she's at. Because she's going to tell us what's really going on. Yeah, because it was told to me. So now, if I don't tell it to you, I'm doing you a disservice. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, if you don't want to hear it, I don't mind, because trust me, I can go over here. I'm, I'm an only child, so I don't mind going over here. So, when I tell people that, they were like, you don't even act like that. No, because I'm always, you know, giving of myself, because that's what God wants us to do. Give it away. We give it away, give you it know away. what I'm saying? So, so, for Don't Be Bitter, Be Better, I actually wrote that book after my mother passed away, because we talked a lot. So, I wrote down things that her and I would talk about, education, how to make a dollar out of 15 cents, crying is not just for babies, things like that. Now, where the smile came from is my mother, celebrate what's right with your world. Who, what in the world? Her and my dad would say stuff like, would you know it if you see it again? You'd be like, what, what is going on here with you two? Like, talk to me. But they would say stuff like that, so you would say to yourself, hmm, celebrate what's right with your world. What Jesus say, rejoice in spite of any and everything. Still rejoice. And that's what she was saying. Still rejoice no matter what. You've been homeless, girl, that's fine. You'll be all right. Celebrate that. Mm -hmm. You've been you're homeless again. Oh, child. What? You're getting divorced, child. You better celebrate. That's what it is. Celebrate even the smallest or even the most traumatic thing because we can't do anything else about it. Mm -hmm. but celebrate it so don't be bitter be better now it's transitioning to a teen book hashtag teens which is coming out real soon and um, it's transitioning to a woman's book an empowerment book because we all have a piece of us that we can be bitter about but why should we mm -hmm. what's the best way for people to find you um, you can actually call me at 609-577-1173 or you can email me at yr535 at msn.com or you can check out my website at don'tbebitter.com don'tbebitter.com <clears throat> so I know we're going to have a break that's coming up shortly um, but I want to go back to uh, something that you and I had talked about mm -hmm. like you know one of our one-on-one -on -one conversations out, out in the community um, and you were talking about how comfortable, how mm -hmm. comfortable you are mm -hmm. um, with yourself. Like you don't need to have a whole group of people around you. 
you're, you're moving and you're, and you're moving in a certain direction. Can you just talk about the that maybe solo that mm-hmm. solo spirit that's in you? That like I said, I'm an only child, right? But that that that's been in me since I was a very young girl. That I felt as though that God was always there, so I had enough. Mm. You understand? Even as a little girl, when I see reality TV, I'm like, I've been doing that since I was a kid. Because I always felt that someone was always watching me. So I always tried to be on my best behavior. And I didn't know who or what, but I felt. I I live 68 North Clinton Avenue, right across from Grand School. My apartment is tore down now. But in that apartment building, I had a bedroom that was out of this world, okay? And some nights I would sleep on the floor because whoever was watching me, I didn't want them to see that I had a messy bed. That was Jesus. To this day, I get up every morning and make sure my bed is made up. No matter where I stay, even in a hotel room, I make the bed up. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know, um, we got about two minutes before this, this break, um, but I want to touch on this. And we've talked about mental health. Mm-hmm. And uh, how mental health is, is affecting not only um, people of color and not only the city of Trenton, but just human beings in general. And I think you sort of alluded to this earlier. I think that, that you probably were going in a direction where it was like a spiritual thing, which, which is part of the mental health that's happening as well. Can you just drill down on that a bit? Um, one of the things I like to do with the mental health piece, because... You know, when you start saying, oh, thank you, Lord, Jesus, hallelujah, everybody be like, here we go, all right? <laughs> they do that. They, they do that. Yes. So one thing that the Lord has been able to do for me is allow me to go to a few Ivy League schools, Harvard, Berkeley, Princeton. So he's giving me the backing. So when I start my, oh, Lord, yes, I, the Lord was with me. I have paperwork to actually go with whatever I'm talking about as well. You know what I'm saying? So he's allowed me to be well-rounded because when I was getting the visions, I stuttered. I had no college. I was overweight. You know what I mean? Like everything, everything about me was not what the visions I was getting was going to be. I was like, well, what, Lord, who, who, what do you mean I'm going to be talking in front of a lot of people? What do you mean? So those visions kept coming. So I had to change myself and get myself prepared, go back to school, stop stuttering, learn how to read better, learn how to speak better, you know, learn how to communicate better. So those are the things. So once I got all of that, I said, okay, God, now what? And then we had the cancer walk, mm. you know. And then one of the things with mental health is laughter. We, I have Nina and Landy, we have Laugh Out Loud. That is a mental health. Once a month, yeah. you best believe you better come out to Laugh Out Loud by Nina and Landy, and you will get you some mental health up in there okay i'm just saying we'll be back after a short break folks you're listening and watching the trenton 365 show i'm your host jacques howard stay tuned please and welcome back to the trenton 365 show i'm jacques howard you can send me an email trenton 365 show at gmail.com follow on facebook twitter and instagram as well trenton 365 actually on facebook it's trenton 365 show but on Twitter and Instagram, it's just Trenton365. In the studio with me is Yolanda Landy Robinson, Yolanda L. Robinson, author, motivational speaker, community organizer, activist, etc. And uh, just before the break, we were talking a bit about mental health, and she brought up um, her project with Nina Dawkins, Laugh Out Loud, and that's L-A-F-F 
out loud. And this is a monthly comedy show that has been all over Mercer County. But I've just been told that it's going to be in Miami this weekend. Why don't you elaborate on that a bit, Landy? Yes, we're doing a weekend comedy show. A comedy cigar. We're going, on, we're going to be on the yacht for the comedy show. We have a meet and greet. So it's from the 19th to the 20th. Right? It was going to take to the 21st, I'm sorry. Because we're going to start on that Friday, we're going to end on that Sunday, and we'll be back home that Monday. Mm. You know, so it's going to be a weekend of fun in Miami, Miami. Listen, we're coming. Mm. We're coming from New Jersey, Miami, um, Atlanta, New York, Philly. They're coming from all over for this comedy show in Atlanta. I mean, in Miami, because we just got back from Atlanta. That's why I said um, Atlanta. We had our first comedy show this past summer. July in Atlanta, which was a sold-out show for our first time in Atlanta. So we're looking to do the same thing in Miami. And one of the things that we do when we do our shows, it's a whole show from the front to the back. It is As soon as you walk in the door, you're like, okay, it is a show, you know. So this past Thursday, we had our show at the conservatory. We actually had a, magi um, a, um, a magician. He did a magic show. He opened up with a magic show. You never know what you're going to get. And then the land just laughed out loud. You don't even know. That's what we tell people. For $15 mm -hmm. for a local show, you don't have to pay for parking. You don't have to travel. It's right here locally. Why not? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we're excited about that. So that's this weekend we're going to be in Atlanta. So no, Miami, I mean, Miami, Miami, Miami. Because I'm, I'm, you know, that's where I live, too. Mm -hmm. So you know I'm always in Atlanta. So, um, But we're in Miami. Um, this weekend, so I'm excited about that. But thank you for even, you know, bringing that up because laughter is the key. Laughter really helps people. You know, we've been doing comedy in Trenton for over five years, mm -hmm. right? And people are just starting to notice, like, oh, I didn't know y'all did comedy. We've been doing it for a long time. And one thing that I notice about Trenton is when something is really, really good, you don't hear about it. <laughs> you you would think that our comedy show is like for a secret society because the people that come, they are they we have people that come faithfully. And and sometimes people don't want to mess that up because sometimes people don't know how to act. You know, thank God we have never had any incidents at our shows, you know what I mean? But it's almost like tell somebody, we're like, tell a friend, tell a friend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it is a really good show. But when you have something good, People don't talk about it. That's why we know it's a good show, because if it was a bad show, everybody <laughs> would know about Laugh Out Loud. Okay? If it was some drama attached to it, oh, honey, you wouldn't even have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. It well, probably wouldn't even be still existing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And some people would be like, you know, y'all been doing that for a long time. Are y'all still doing that? I'm like, yeah, we're still doing it. You know, we're still doing it. I love Nina. She's doing a phenomenal job putting together these, you know, these away shows. She's an amazing travel agent. So if mm -hmm. you're looking to travel somewhere, everyone, please look her up. She will definitely have you in somewhere you ain't even never thought of, honey. Okay? And you will have a fabulous time. You mm -hmm. know, so I trust her when she puts these shows together. Like, okay, where are we going? Where are we going? You know what I mean? So when you're working with people and you are in partnership with someone, Everyone has to do what they're supposed to do, and you allow them. I'm not going to step on her toes, and she's not going to step on mine. That's what a partnership is about mm -hmm. when it's a business, mm -hmm. and people don't understand that. You know what I mean? When you have a business, that's how you work the business, and that's how the business survives. Mm -hmm. Now, you've actually booked some local talent, but you also have national talent that's at your events. Can you talk about that? Well, let's just say this. 
we get a lot of buzz about our names out there. So we have had talent, we've had Nikki Carr, we've had a, a lot of phenomenal people come through our shows, right? Some names we've had people never even heard of be like, you never heard of them? Well, honey, trust me, you'll hear of them again. We have some people that's been on our show, Monique Scott, she's now getting ready to be at, in the Apollo, you know what I mean? We had Janet Dollar, we have um, B. Flat, we've had so many phenomenal people that have been with us, you know what I mean? And one thing they know, you, you'll get paid, we don't shortchange nobody, you understand? And in the business, you got to make sure you take care of your business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's one thing about the comedy show. A lot of people I know, like I know um, DK, I pray for him all the time that he can give up his day job and be a full-time comic, motivational speaker, speaker. You know what I mean? Because I've seen him come up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I've seen Billy the Kid. I've seen these gentlemen come up, and I want the best for them. You know. So when you look at now, right now, there were people trying out for the Apollo, right? And when I looked at the people, all I could do was pray and rejoice because I knew at least five to ten people who got selected. There you go. That, now, that's when you know... You're like, oh my gosh. Like, how do you know all those people? And they're from all over. They're not all from Trenton. But mm. you know the people that has been selected to be on the Apollo. Mm. It's amazing, you know. Um, I went to the Apollo um, last year because they did the 25th reunion for the Apollo with Steve Harvey. Right? Mm -hmm. They were selecting eight people to come up on the stage. Right? Now, mind you, I waited in line for at least five hours or plus. Because, you know, we're waiting in line for a good show. Waited in line. I was only maybe ten feet away from the door. Okay? Needless to say, I did make it on the stage at the Apollo. I, I, was, I was the last person. It was a little game that we played. I almost won, y'all. almost won. But guess what? I still put Trenton on the mat because I made it on the stage. So, for me, when I see people make it on the stage, I'll be like, ooh, yes, baby, because I was on that stage, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was on. So, it's amazing to see that. So, I'm just happy for other people. And a lot of people don't understand that that's another way to live a, a blessed life, too, is being happy for someone else. Mm. Mm. So you got Laugh Out Loud, mm -hmm. you've got your book, Don't Be Bitter, Be Better, with the teen edition mm -hmm. that's coming out soon. Um, you're obviously traveling all over doing Laugh <coughs> Out Loud, etc. What else you got coming down the pipe? Well, I do want to say, I haven't told anyone this, but um, because I transitioned back and forth to Atlanta and, and Jersey, I'm now the community liaison for a big football team. It's a youth football team in Atlanta. This team is three teams. They're a championship team, right? If you look them up, the big youth football team, they are a championship team. They're a championship team. And this team, they work within themselves, right? Where no one from the outside has to help this team because everyone within this team helps, right? They won, they win all the championships. So when I went to them, I started researching this team, and I'm like, I don't hear about you all outside of the team, right? And I said to them, what can I do? They don't really need help because they all work within, but why not expand it and allow other people to see how great these youth are? They don't need no help. They don't need no money. They don't need anything, 
right? But let's get you all some more exposure so these young men that's playing this, these games, other people can see how amazing they are. And to see the coaches. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, when I tell you this, this team, these teams are amazing, you watch the exposure they're getting ready to get. Mm. And how do you spell that? Big? Um, O-O-M-P. Big O-M-P. Big O-M-P. Okay. They have a record label. They started the um, Down South Music, Big Oomp Records. So look them up. But this football team is so amazing. And I was so thus far, I've been able to get them connected with Ms. Wanda Webster Stansberry. So they're going to start a literacy program within the football team. Awesome. You know what I mean? So it's already starting to get them out more in the community, you know, and get high school and to help them and different things like that. But I'm excited about that because that's allowing me to get even my feet wet in Atlanta to do something, you know. But like I said, they don't need anything. You know, I want you to talk about um, social media and exposure mm -hmm. because that's something else that, that you and I, uh, people say all the time, you guys are all over the place, you're always doing things, and we are, but it's a strategy. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk about the importance of social media and um, your brand and your, and your persona? Um, to me, social media is who you are. It is your stamp. It is your brand on your back. Because people, when they want to know something about you, they go to your social media. They be like, what's your, what's your name? And, you know, they want to know. And they go and they check out your pictures. What's your la latest picture? How many selfies do you have? And do anything make any sense? You know what I mean? Like how many times you don't post it a day? And things like that. So if you're trying to get someone to purchase something from you or buy into what you have, you have to be careful about what you put out, mm -hmm. okay? So if I'm having a bad day, you you probably won't know about it. You'll know about it when I'm talking about the meter maids. <laughs> you know, I tell you about the ticket I got with the meter maids, you know what I mean? And the streets people who don't come down the street and really clean, I'll complain about that because I think that is a social and community issue. But far as anything else, you know, I won't do that. Because your branding is very important because people want to buy into what you have. If I'm looking to come on to your show, I don't want to come on and look you up and be like, uh-uh, what is going on with him? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, one day you flash your money. The next day you're putting down your family. The next day you <laughs> half naked. You know, I mean, I don't want that. <laughs> you know, so one of, one of uh, my degrees is in... Um, business technology, then I have another one in hospitality. I'm certified as a happiness specialist through Harvard. So for me, I have to be careful because I know I have Harvard on my Facebook. So Harvard don't want to look and see me somewhere doing something half cockeyed. Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful. I even went to Mercer County. Mercer County don't even want to see me doing anything wrong. I'm an alumni of Mercer County. I have to be careful how I move. Mm -hmm. I graduated from Pensbury High School. I have to be careful how I move. My mother is Hattie Robinson. She's no longer here, but I still have to be careful how I move. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Share your contact information again and what's coming on this weekend. Yes. Um, 
Yolanda L. Robinson. That is my name. You can go to Facebook, Yolanda L. Robinson. Check me out on Instagram, Don't Be Bitter, Be Better. Go to my website, don'tbebitter.com. You can call me at 609-577-1173. And we're going to be in Miami this weekend for Laugh Out Loud. We're going to be with Lance Lopez. Lance Lopez is so amazing. <laughs> you know, he do those cigars, so they're going to be doing the cigar party, the comedy show on the yacht, you know, with Nina and all that. So it's going to be so amazing. You know, we got some wonderful comics coming in, DJ. It's just going to be, just wait for the picture. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Yolanda Landy Robinson, thank you so much for thank coming on the you. program. You're welcome. Folks, you've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. We'll be back for the segment number two.